What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC San Antonio this weekend. Marlon Vera versus Corey Sanhagen in the main event, down to 12 fights already. Uh, Cowan versus Vidal was just canceled 10 minutes ago, of course, after I finished the breakdown. 12 fights, it still should be a fun one. It's one of the, the, the trickier slates of the year, I would say, because, I mean... There's not many heavy favorites. The favorites who are do have moderate price tags, I think, you know, could easily lose a lot of them. So there are a lot of live underdogs on this slate. I think leaving salary on the table is a really good option this week. As usual, I'm going to cover my favorite cash game option, tournament option, salary option, and a matchup of the week from a DraftKings perspective. And before I do, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like the video, and again, why don't you comment below, give me a fighter, give me an underdog who's going to win. Like I said, I think there's a lot of live ones, there's going to be some obvious options, but um, if you can really nail down the ones who do win below the mid-range, that's going to set you ahead of the field, so always interested to hear what y'all have to say. Without further ado, let's get into my cash game play of the week, which is going to be Corey Sanhagen at 8.6k. And full disclosure, I almost put Marlon Vera in this spot at 7.6K. I think he's a really good uh, cash game and tournament option as well. Um, this The main event sets up really, really well for cash games, and I think having both sides of the main event is going to be a very popular option. I will I will just tell you right off the bat, I, I will have both fighters in my cash game lineups. Vera at 7.6K is a very obvious target. Um, for a fighter who's plus 150 to win and who is very unlikely to get finished. So I think he rates out very well for the price. Um, I'll mention Corey Sandhagen, though, at 8.6K. He is the fighter I'm picking to win, not with a ton of confidence. Obviously, a lot of you know I, I, have, I have not been on the correct side of many Marlon Vera fights throughout his career. He's proven me wrong many times, and I expect he will continue to prove me wrong, and that, that's fine. But he just doesn't rate out as the best round winner. He lands 4.28 significant strikes per minute. He absorbs 5.01. You know, I still don't like to see fighters get hit more often than they land strikes. It's not a great thing from a, a long-term perspective. Um, doesn't wrestle very often. 0.68 takedowns per 15 minutes. 68% takedown defense. It's okay, not great. He does have a very good submission submission game, but like what makes Marlon Vera great is his cardio and, and durability. He has like historic levels of cardio and durability. And he tends to come from behind and, and land these damaging shots despite losing a lot of minutes. And that's just not something my process leads me to pick very often, but um, he's one of the exceptions to the rule. And uh, I think he can continue to do that against Corey Sanhagen, but I'm still going to pick the superior round winner, which is Sanhagen. 6.15 significant strikes landed per minute, 4.21 absorbed, 56% defense compared to the 51% of Vera, 0.71 takedowns per 15, um, not not a super active wrestler, and 63% wrestling defense. Both fighters can land takedowns, I think, but we're probably going to see them neutralize each other to a degree. They just don't, neither of them even average one takedown per 15 minutes. I think the majority of the fight's going to take place on the feet, where Sanhagen is just a... a higher volume, more active, more consistent striker who historically lands more often than he gets hit. And he's shown to be very durable throughout his career. He's never been knocked out. He was knocked down by Peter Yan, um, but he still outlanded Yan, you know, over 25 minutes. And he outlanded TJ Dillashaw over 25 minutes. And 
Um, coming off a good win against Song Yedong, where Marlon Vera is coming off a knockout win over Dominic Cruz, in which he landed three knockdowns, but had that fight been three rounds, Vera would have lost on the judges' scorecards. He, he doesn't he doesn't do enough in rounds where he's not landing big damage or finishing the fight. He tends to start slow. He's lost round one to a ton of opponents. So um, I give Sandhagen the early advantage. I favor him over 25 minutes as the more consistent striker. But like I said, it's quite possible Vera comes from behind, lands, lands a damaging strike, or jumps on a submission or something like that. Um, he, he's a live underdog, but... I like the round winner here, and I think both sides rate out very well from a cash game perspective. Sandhagen will be my lean, though, at 8.6K. Moving on to my tournament play of the week, I'm going with CJ Vergara at 9.3K. He is not the most uh, hes not the most expensive fighter on the slate, nor is he the heaviest favorite on the slate, though he's pushing it, minus 260 to win. It's just its his opponent here, Daniel Lacerda Dos Santos, who looks good for a couple minutes has a good submission game seems to be a little bit dangerous with his hands but just cannot fight for an extended period of time um, he's been finished within six minutes in all three of his ufc bouts he's been finished within four minutes in his last two fights he's been knocked out twice he's been submitted he's been knocked down twice and he just doesn't have the cardio so i just don't Unless he fights dramatically differently, which is possible, I just don't see Lacerda as a fighter who like, can survive 15 minutes. And that's baked into this insane inside the distance line, which is minus 675 to end inside the distance. Vergara, minus 160 inside the distance. That is the best line on this entire slate for good reason. And that's why I like Vergara in tournaments. I think he'll be popular, but like... Landwehr is going to get some ownership, and Lutz will get some ownership, and there, there's enough options throughout the slate that I don't think anyone's going to be ultra chalk, but Vergara rates out very, very well as a fighter who, if he wins, is very likely to do so inside the distance, and that theoretically is going to score well from a DraftKings perspective. Um, the issue with him for me is that he, he's not a great talent either, and, and he could he could lose in round one. I, I'm not expecting it, but... Um, I think Dos Santos Lacerda has some takedown submission upside here, and I wouldn't be totally shocked by that result. But Vergara is probably the better boxer, the more consistent boxer. He fought through Clayton Rodriguez pretty well. He fought through Ode Osborne pretty well and has the heavier hands of the two and probably finds his way to a knockout, I would guess, early. Um, so I like this matchup as a whole. I like the Vergara side because I think he's more likely to win, more likely to win inside the distance. But um, the winner of this fight projects to score quite well, and Vergara will be the turn my tournament play of the week at 9.3K. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week here. And again, I, I didn't even know, I really did not know who to recommend. Um, I think there's a, a, a large number of options, but I'm just going to take a flyer here with Austin Lingo at 6.8K, the cheapest fighter on the slate. And mostly because I kind of want to push this idea that anyone's live. Um, you can leave salary on the table. This is not a, this is not a slate where you need five, five or six favorites. Um, I think you can take risks. And just for reference, Lingo as the cheapest fighter on the slate, it's only plus 170 to win. You know, usually that could be point. 5k um, but we're seeing him at 6.8k 
against Nate Landwehr, who probably does have an advantage over 15 minutes and I think does have an advantage on the ground. And I did pick Landwehr to win. I think Landwehr's a, a good, fun tournament option too. But, I mean, Landwehr has lost twice in the UFC and he's been knocked out cold both times in round one. And his fight against Darren Elkins, which he won, he absorbed 121 strikes. And in his most recent win against David Onama, he got hurt and knocked down. So, like, I mean, this is a guy averaging five and a half significant strikes per minute absorbed and has been put on out cold multiple times. And that's just kind of the guy he is. That's been his whole career. Um, fighting through a, a large number of exchanges early, getting hurt early, getting taken down early, coming from behind, and, and winning. That's what his regional career looked like. That's kind of what his UFC careers looked like, too. And he probably wins because Lingo's not a great talent and Lingo's not a great defensive wrestler and Lingo can get hit on the feet too. But, but this could just be a, like a boxing-based brawl. And I think Lingo is live there. I mean, odds indicate that he is live as a plus 170 underdog. He's only, let me double check the ITD lines, plus 335 inside the distance. It's not great but it's better than some fighters priced above the mid-range for reference. So, so I do think Lingo has some upside. He's, in, he's a capable boxer, and I think he has some knockout equity. So um, am I going to be heavy, heavy on Lingo? Not necessarily, but I do think he's a live underdog, and I do think you should have exposure to him in your portfolio. I think he has a path to victory with his hands, even by decision, more likely based on a knockout. But um, it's a wide-open slate here. This is just one example of it, but I'm going to make Austin Lingo my salary play of the week there at 6.8K. And finally, another matchup of the week. I'm going to go with Chidi Enjakawani versus Albert Duraev. Enjakawani is a favorite minus 150, Duraev plus 130. On DraftKings, Enjakawani is 8.8K and Duraev 7.4K. And this feels very much like a striker versus grappler matchup in where Enjakawani is a, a experienced kickboxer and has wins by knockout early in the UFC. His weaknesses, if he has any, is probably on the ground. He's coming off a uh, TKO, um, ground-based, to Gregory Rodriguez. And he's fighting an opponent in Duraev who comes from a wrestling background. That's his strength. That's what he excels in. And the issue is, like, Duraev hasn't looked great in the UFC. Is coming off a knockout loss to Joaquin Buckley, and I actually saw in a in a <laughs> interview this week Darius saying like I'm out here to prove I'm more than just a wrestler. I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm I'm a well-rounded fighter. I can be anyone in the in the division. And it's like you, you just got knocked out by Joaquin Buckley. I don't know that choosing to strike with Enjikwani is going to be in your best interest, especially when Enjikwani has a weakness on the ground. Like duh, but. So it doesn't give me a lot of confidence in Dariah, but I, I just do like the binary nature of the matchup where if the fight plays out on the feet, Enjikwani should have an advantage. Dariah's been hurt multiple times in multiple fights. Enjikwani has a path to a knockout. 8.8K is a little bit expensive. He's going to be boomer bust, but plus 110 inside the distance. There's definitely upside here. I think you should have exposure to him. Whereas if Dariah wins, it probably comes on the ground. I, despite what he says, he probably needs to wrestle. And again, he's only plus 130 to win. 
at 7.4K, that's a decent value. I don't think he's going to be very popular. Plus 230 to win inside the distance. It feels like a good fighter to target to potentially be overweight on despite all these other risks. And there's plenty of underdogs on the slate to target, so you don't have to invest in him. But I do think he has upside and potentially will come in with a lower ownership than he should based on his metrics and the matchup dynamic. Again, I like the binary aspect, striker versus grappler. I always like to target those fights. The fight as a whole is minus... 280 ends inside the distance so good fight to target winner projects to score pretty well there too that's going to be it for this week's ufc quick picks thank you again for the support you can follow me on twitter on twitter brett appley double t double p dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs best of luck in your contest this week guys take care stay safe talk to y'all soon peace